0: Every day, we rely on food, fuel, and fiber. But how much do you know about these industries we depend on? In this podcast, we dive deep into the production and processes of these everyday essentials. This is Field Points, an original podcast production from Siri Solutions. You're listening to the Field Points Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Sager. Today, we're wrapping up our series on a culture of safety at Siri Solutions. Today, I'm joined by Joe Dunphy, who's part of the energy team. As the weather turns cold and we rely on LP to heat our homes. Joe shares how we can be proactive in keeping safety a priority. Throughout this conversation, I'm joined again by the Director of Risk Management, Brian Sitz, and Brian adds a lot of great value to this conversation, including some topics on how we can be safe around refined fuels as well. So let's dive right in and meet Joe Dunphy.
1: Well, I actually started in the propane business 35 years ago, and I I started from the ground and worked my way up. and. Now I'm the manager at Logan Sport in Noblesville. Okay. yeah.
0: So what made you want to get into that to begin with?
1: I enjoy outdoor work, and so I talked to some people. They said this would be the place to go. and I started out at a at a big company and I enjoy the outdoor part of it and I enjoy being around people and getting to know people. and I've met a lot of people over thirty five years. How
0: long have you been with Ceres?
1: I've been here six years, going on my seventh, so okay. Yeah.
0: So, as yes. a propane manager, what would a typical day in the life be like for you?
1: <laughs> every day is different. Remember,
2: <laughs> you, your boss is listening to this. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, my day starts. So, I will arrive at the Logan's work branch. Uh, I'm like clockwork. Six thirty every morning. I'm there that's my quiet time before everybody else comes in I get to go through the things that I need to that come in overnight and I get to look at reports and do some reports and get everybody get their schedules ready for the day and know what they're doing and if anything has come in that I need to talk to them about so that's how I start my morning and then from there once everyone arrives, we have, a, you know, I'll talk to the guys a little bit. We'll get going. Then the phone starts ringing, and, <laughs> and then we're off. <laughs> and then we're off and running, yeah. So every day is different. You know, I look at, I do my P3 stuff in the morning, which is, you know, our leak checks, this and that. I go through and inspect that. But, yeah, each day is different. Um, a phone call can change everything for you. So, yeah, that's, it's a challenging day, but it's always a good day. Keeps
0: you on your toes that it way does. anyway. Yes. I appreciate that quiet time in the morning. I feel like a lot of those reports have a lot of detail that if you're getting pulled away from them and stuff when you're reviewing them, you know, things could right. get missed.
1: Yes, yes.
0: What are some of the most common topics that people should know about when it comes to energy safety?
1: So on the propane side, Uh, A lot of things we discuss are leak checks. Uh, That's probably priority one with the company and should be. Uh, Anytime we get a new customer, we're doing leak checks. Any interruption of service, a leak check. You're on a gas, we do a leak check. It's for your safety and ours to have that done. That's the number one thing we talk about.
2: So, Joe, for those listening, uh, interruption of service, what would be an example of an interruption of service?
1: So, a lot of times, an interruption of service, say we're there and we notice that uh, the regulators need change on the house. So, we'll have to shut the tank off. Anytime the tank is shut off, it's an interruption of service. So, if we have changed regulators, we, we need to do a leak check.
2: How about for the homeowner buying a new stove, gas stove, or propane stove, yes, if so you will? That- Or a dryer, that type of thing, and they're replacing
1: it. So the homeowner needs to know anytime an appliance is changed in the house or they shut tank off, do that. They need to notify the company, notify us so we can come out and do a leak check and make sure the installation was done correctly. There's no leaks, but yes, we have that all the time, people putting in log sets or... A new stove a new water heater you definitely need to give us a call let us know so we can update our records yeah and and do our leak check okay
0: when it comes to actually executing on the leak check what would consumers expect like what's that process like
1: so it's it takes longer to do the paperwork than it does the leak check itself but once we get hooked up to it and and charge the system with gas, and you know, our gauges are hooked up. It's a four-minute process to, to see if we have any loss in pressure. And once we we see we don't, then we hook everything back up and check, make sure everything's good. Uh the paperwork takes a little bit. Well, it's not paperwork anymore, it's all done on a tablet. So we go through and fill out everything. Uh P3 has made it nice because it goes step by step, it it records everything on there. Uh, Once you get the initial one done on someone and there's an interruption of service after that, everything's there for you. Uh, All the drivers can see it, the admins can see it, the service techs. So yeah, it's made our job actually easier. Once you get that initial one in there, it's it's a very nice process. So the homeowner will need to sign off on it. You'll always need someone there that's over the age of 18 to sign, stating we did the leak test. But uh, for them, it's you know it's not anything. It's a good thing for the customer that we're doing this. Sorry.
2: I think it's something that's overlooked a lot is that people think, oh, we're just going to buy a new stove or put a water heater in or something like that, and not think about it. But there's differences with that. So, that not only just updating our records, but making sure that system is rendered safe because we did do the leak check and just did the pre- you know, checking the pressure, make sure there's no leaks. I mean, that's the whole point of it because yeah. we obviously have seen and heard around the country around our each of our areas that there was a home explosion whether it was natural gas propane or whatever but it's either way i mean something i think a lot of consumers and folks don't really think about saying oh i need to call my supplier my propane supplier and need to schedule something
1: yes and a lot they're getting a lot better about doing it too i mean we just got a call yesterday about it and they said they're getting a new appliance wanted us to come out and check and boy this is actually working now (laughs) so it's nice that that they're starting to call us out to do that
0: that's awesome is the check performed outside or do you need to go like where the new thing was installed
1: so we can do it outside you can do it you know several different places outside but leak check is done outside but it, it covers everything all the way to the inside, too.
0: Okay. Yes. But it's not like they need to go clean up their kitchen or anything because you're coming to
1: check something. Well, we would prefer that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no. no we, but we will get the – so we do get the model and serial number and all that off of the appliances. So we do come in the house to do that. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So what other topics should we cover? I mean, it's going into fall, winter here. It's starting to get cold
1: hopefully i mean we've got monitors on tanks now so we know we yeah, you know, we've got central dispatch now that sends us out gives us routes to go run the ones who are on a will call need to be watching their tank and letting us know and plenty of time to get out there and fill the tank or if not we and they run of gas they will have to be there so we can deliver do a leak check anytime there's an interruption that's yep. an interruption of service We'll have to do a leak jack.
2: So, when should, the, let's say, you got a customer on tank and we'll call, if you will, when should they call us for I that? Like, like, if I'm looking at the gauge, what, what should be the trigger for me to say, hey, I need to call them because I'm at X percent or, or whatever?
1: Yeah. So, I like to target the 30 percent range. That gives us time to get it worked into our route and get that delivered to. It could be, yeah, you know, we run days. So, if your delivery day is a Tuesday, and you call Tuesday night, you're going to have to wait that whole week until the next Tuesday. So 30% gives us plenty of time to get out there, get that filled up okay. for you.
0: So the average lead time is like a week or less then?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely. Normally it's just a couple of days and we get taken care of. Don't call when you're
2: near at 5 or 10% saying, I'm almost out because right. you're going to be out if we're not able to get there yes. with the routing and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, you know, talk about
1: planning 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 definitely yes planning is very important
0: usually the biggest reminder to plan ahead is when you see that there's like a blizzard coming in two days
1: yeah usually a couple days ahead of time it is crazy when when there's a storm coming and lately the weatherman has missed that so yeah but it's nice because we've got everybody filled then but yeah it's it's a busy time so yeah don't be try to give us time to work that in. Don't
2: procrastinate.
1: Right.
0: Those are kind of the common ones. Are there any topics that customers should be more aware of? Like anything that is maybe not, you know, top of mind for them that you think could still. Well,
1: a lot of times, so yeah, we get some calls and somebody says they're out mowing and I drive by the tank and, you know, I smell gas when I drive by it, but I don't really think anything of it, you know, smell propane and you shouldn't be smelling propane when you're driving by your your tank and so they'll do it for about a month and then they'll call in on a friday at about five o'clock and and say hey i you know if you're driving by it and it is a friday at five that's fine give us a call and let us know uh don't wait a month to, to let us know about that that's something that needs to be taken care of same way within the house you know you should not be smelling that uh so anytime you smell propane anytime yes pick up definitely the phone and give call. us a call we yeah, you know, we have people on call 24 hours a day you know 365 days uh so yeah it's definitely something that needs to be handled we we send out pamphlets uh it has a scratch and sniff on there so you can check that out and you know what propane smells like so yeah definitely give us a call
0: can you report Smelling it from someone else's house.
1: So, like no. you're a neighbor and you smell, you know, I mean, you should probably tell your, but if no one's home, and yes, definitely. If you smell it at your neighbor's and it's drifting over to your house. Call the fire department, I guess. Call. Or, call I mean, or if you know who the supplier is. If you okay. can see on the side of the tank, it says series and you call them. Yeah. And even if you give your address, we can. We can identify it yeah. where it's at, yes. Okay. But yeah, definitely. It's really strange. There are some people who can't smell it. I had a lady that her husband swore up and down. She was crazy. And I would go there, and I could not. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she would always say she smelled it, you know, somewhere. I wonder
2: how that worked out for him.
1: And yeah. <laughs> well, so him and I would joke about that. But yeah, so she would always call and say, hey, you know, I would. And twice she did that. Now, I could not smell it. And I thought, yeah, but we ran a test and we found it and eventually I found where they were at. And some people are very sensitive to the odor. Other people it it just doesn't they don't smell it. So That's the moral point. of the
2: story was that she wasn't crazy.
1: Yes. Okay. But he, he did not want me to confirm that. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. All
0: for record.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah
0: any other things that people should be aware of?
1: You know I try to tell everybody I like to keep the tank within 75 foot of the driveway sometimes it's not possible but it's nice and if if they could the driveways are the big thing to keep that clear and I used to have a 96 year old lady that used to shovel me a path to her tank every year so I'm I'm pretty sure everybody can do it but uh, it would be nice to have that. Uh, Because if they're not
2: if we got that longer distance now our drivers are pulling that hose right i mean we're running uh, about 120 feet of hose on our reels yeah and if you've ever pulled 120 feet of you know delivery hose when it's it's,
1: 20 below outside
2: it's in slippery conditions or snow or ice or you know, whatever yes, it's that's
1: pretty tough to do
2: our, It's putting our drivers at risk of possibly slipping, right. landing on a shoulder wrenching their back or, or whatever. So yeah. that, that would a huge help for yeah. us and talk about reducing risk. I mean, that's just one way to help, you know, us as a provider and oh, stuff our teams.
1: Yeah. So going back to, uh, about the reporting a leak, if you call our office, so, all of our drivers and service techs are CTEP certified. They've been through training on how to handle things. So if anyone has any questions, any customers, they can ask the driver, the service tech. Uh, a lot of our admins now are CTEP certified. So they've been through training on, on what to do, how to do it, and so that's so, kind of the,
2: CTEP is basically like the industry standard through PERC, the Propane Education yes. Research Council, of the sort certif- you know, that's the certified training. Uh, there's different modules, there's skills assessments, all that stuff, depending on what they're doing, what type of level, if they're a service tech, you know, a driver tech or a bobtail driver. In, in that whole propane industry, that's what CTEP is. It's the Certified
1: Employee Training Program. Yes. Yeah, so everybody gets that, and it's it's nice because, customer, yeah, you have people that move out of the city to the country, and they have no clue what they're in for. And so, yeah, I'm confident that if they call, we're going to give them the correct answers. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely.
0: So if they are on will call and they say that they need propane, they'll know that you're coming. But for the keep fill folks... Do they know what their like regular schedule is to make sure their driveways are clear? Or?
1: They really don't uh, because it's just, you know, they won't know exactly what day we're coming. Uh, most of them, I would say 90% of the people are pretty good about keeping their driveways clear. And a lot of them do make paths for us. Uh, if we run into a problem, we, we give them a call and let them know, hey, you know, we couldn't get in or... Yeah, we didn't yeah. have access or right. wasn't able to do yeah. that. And and they get it cleared out for us, so it, it always works out good. Okay. Yeah.
0: So do you have any recommendations for customers who want to learn more about safe handling of propane?
1: You know, if they have questions, definitely call. Everyone's tup certified so they will know the answers. Or And if they don't, they can get find someone who does know the answer. Or we'll just get a hold of Brian and... <laughs> Uh, he knows the answer
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: or know where to look it up at anyway. that's right
1: yes yep we will definitely find the answer for them
2: so how
0: is series ensuring the safety of the team and the customers when they're dealing with you know some of these materials that can be very dangerous
2: i guess we can tag team this one obviously joe was talking about the ctep training you know it's the certified employee training that's a huge one we need to know what we're dealing with and how to deal with it properly and handling and all that so I think first and foremost it's it's the training and onboarding it's the you know we're not just having somebody walk in saying, hey thanks for joining the series let's here here's the bobtail here's the propane right. truck once you go we don't just Good luck. In a here's your customer list
1: <laughs> right so we we put them with someone we get them trained and yeah, you know, until we're comfortable and they're comfortable knowing what they're doing. Ceres is great about giving us all the tools we need to to do our jobs and to do it to the best way for us and the customer. And so yeah, the the C-Tup certification is something yeah, you know, we try to get done pretty quick when someone gets hired in. It's it's good to know all that. Yeah.
2: You know, I think the other thing is too, we're out and about in our communities that we're servicing and it's Fleet safety, vehicle safety. I mean, maintaining our our vehicles and our equipment, you know, from that standpoint, it's, that falls into that whole piece of customer safety and and community safety. now we have
1: someone who is the head of that. Yeah. and, And that makes it even better. I mean, he's, yeah, we're all set up with, and John Leedy does all of the trucks now. It's all set up, all our maintenance is on there. All the tests that need done on the truck it just automatically pops up if you have it set up which i think all of us do and yeah our job has gotten pretty easy in that part you just have to be able to enter all the information correctly and so yeah keeping the trucks up and going nice and john does a good job with that
0: so is there anything else that you think people should be thinking about as we're going into winter um
1: Plan ahead. Plan ahead. <laughs> plan, yeah. Yeah. Don't procrastinate. Yes, definitely. Don't it seems, wait. it seems like the first, and we really haven't had a big cold snap come in yet this year, but it seems like the first cold snap, the phone rings off the wall for people who are low or people needing a tank set. Yeah, you know, now's an ideal time. You Look know. at the it's, forecast. Everybody's yes.
2: almost everybody's got smartphones. Right. Download you the the right. forecast app or you know something like AccuWeather, Weatherbug, or yeah. your local news, even one of your local news channels. Right. Look at their weather section in the forecast.
1: So, yeah, we're heading into the holiday season and so our dispatchers who run our routes for us plan ahead and get us, you know, ahead for the holidays. And i think customers need to do the same if you're a call in plan ahead on that so you know all of us can be home for the holidays that'd be a nice thing
2: i think from a you know talk about the propane side from a uh i guess safety tips or thoughts with the with the season coming up from a refined fuel the biggest one would be you know folks that are pumping one make sure your your fuels are stored in the proper containers right and the other one is we talk about it's going to start getting drier air right the humidity is going to be down so we worry about static electricity i think for those regardless of where you're at um, if you're going to refuel your vehicle touch the side of your vehicle to dissipate that static electricity before you go sticking the nozzle from the pump in there um, to prevent that you know possibly from a ignition source standpoint that's a common one some folks like to get in their vehicle and not staying out at the pump And when you get back out before you go grabbing that pump handle when the, you know if you're filling up touch the side of your vehicle to dissipate that static electricity too so
1: yeah good tip
2: where it's at is if you've not touched that vehicle yet and you go to stick the nozzle in that's the first thing that's going to touch and that's where the static's going to dissipate okay. and discharge at so then you've got the vapor fumes from the gasoline which Gasoline vapors are like three, I think, more safety, call it worthless knowledge from my background. <laughs> Gasoline vapors are three or four times heavier than air. Okay, so they're going to go down on the ground. So when it's coming out of the, the tank or the nozzle there, that static's going to spark it right there. So it's not a lot of misconception. People think, oh, it's your cell phone. Going to start now. Gasoline's three to four times heavier than air. So it's going to be down by your feet. So that's when people like we joke about smoke around gasoline, right? It's the cigarettes not going to do it. It's the ash that falls down. or you throwing your cigarette down yeah. as you're standing or pumping? If there's vapors down there, that's going to light it on fire. So and that's
1: a good point with propane too. It's heavier than air, yep. air also. So it will always hover to the ground and it will just kind of creep along. It almost looks like a fog sometimes yeah. if you've you've done that and eventually it seeks out a source of ignition. so it goes to the low
2: point. yeah because
1: it's heavier than air right. So a lot of times if you're standing up, you you may not smell what's down there at your feet and you have to you know just be cautious on that.
0: Is there anything around the agronomy side with grain drying? that we want to talk about or that listeners should know about
1: well so at this point I, you know all of our service techs and drivers know you know i've seen out there though tanks that are are located maybe two foot and they they don't say series on the side of them uh, they're located within two or three foot of the main burner on the dryer so when you're filling the tank when you go down hook from that you're always going to have a discharge you do not want your tanks set up like that. Now,
2: you know, if, there's sp- there's specific requirements in the code of yes, how far are, things uh, have to be apart from each other yeah. for a reason. Yeah.
1: So such as that. So Yeah. But grain dryer I mean, hey, let's look the guys are working some longer hours now. Uh, we're doing what we can to keep their hours down so that nobody you know, you don't want a tired driver out there. But yeah, they're Green dryer season is up and going quite well right now.
2: Same, same thing. Sm- smell something, say something. Right. Yep, those? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yep. Same so piece a lot there. of the
1: dryer systems are a liquid system, so you will notice a leak quite a bit quicker than you will with a vapor system. Uh, okay. You'll see a white cloud actually if it's a big enough leak. Okay. Good discussion. Yeah. Yeah, it was.
0: Thanks for your time. Appreciate Thank you. it. Thank you. Well, that wraps up our series on safety. A huge thank you to Joe and Brian for working through this conversation with me to help better prepare our listeners for the winter months. Use this as your reminder to check those tank levels if you haven't done so yet. And of course, if you smell something that smells like gas, be sure to call it in so we can go out and check it for you. Thanks for listening and stay safe. The show notes for this episode will be available at series.coop. That's C-E-R-E-S dot C-O-O-P. If you enjoyed this deeper dive, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Your review and feedback will help other listeners like you find our
2: podcast, and we are so thankful for that.